0: Hi everyone, I'm Madeline Park, stylist and vintage fashion hound. I believe everything has a story, whether it be clothes or the people that wear them. As we're forced to sit still, I wanna travel through the stories of people in other places and explore how they're stepping out with a renewed sense of style. So this is Style Stories Stepping Out, a series which continues to share stories of creative people with a strong sense of style, but from places that we'd love to see and where we'd rather be. Today, I'm stepping out with Celia Dragouni, a Greek fashion designer whose eponymous fashion label has achieved international success and been seen on the likes of Dre Hemingway, Australia's own Jess Hart, and even Lindsay Lohan. Celia offers a point of difference to her designs by embedding the performative sparkle of Greek fashion culture to a natural bohemian aesthetic steeped in historical references. Whether she's borrowing from the gentle draping techniques of ancient Greece, applying her artful hand at Navajo symbols, or taking inspiration from the Edwardian era, Celia's old soul shines through. And it's this ability to take ancient history and make it modern that defines both Celia's story and her style. I hope you can sit back, relax, and enjoy listening to Celia's story.
1: Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm fine. I'm great. Thank you.
0: <laughs>
1: Thank you for joining me today. Thank um, you for inviting
0: me. <laughs> oh, my pleasure. Celia, My, I'm born in Australia, but my background is from Greece. So my family is originally from Gastelurizor. And so it is... A real privilege to speak to somebody uh, from Greece uh, with this series that I am doing that is speaking to people all over the world um, and talking about how we are all dressing coming out of lockdowns and the pandemic and mm-hmm. and what have you. So thank you for joining me tonight. Thank uh,
1: you. I, thank
0: you. <laughs> I know your designs, you say that your designs uh, have been often influenced by your travels and the foreign things that you find but I do want to start off by understanding how your Greek upbringing and heritage has influenced uh your your sense of style
1: um okay Mm -hmm. so (laughs) let's start from the beginning yes
0: I like Um, to start at
1: the beginning yeah (laughs) Uh, actually I've always been kind of um the weird person at school <laughs> right dressing up like very in a different way than others um, and actually my my style was my personal style was kind of boyish more like right. than a, a girl thing <laughs> i never I wore makeup or did my hair you know I never go to the hairdresser and stuff, and I like it natural <laughs> yeah. and uh, actually I've never thought about what to wear it just came you know I just you know I just wanted to to mix things and that's what I uh, made made that like more interesting to me and um so I kind of started to inspire my other friends to wear things differently yeah. and that was very you know very interesting to me because it was something new and um um but the thing is that uh, once I started dressing up that way, it wasn't the thing that I wanted to do at that time because I wanted to right. do um, painting and sculpture. So I, I studied uh, fine arts. I went to London after I finished school. Yeah. And I, sta- I studied fine arts and sculpture. Right. And um, by that time, I wasn't feeling so much confident to, you know, to go ahead with a career as a fashion designer. So it wasn't right. in my plans, even though I I really liked you know dressing up and doing different styles and experimenting you know trying new things. Um, so I finished my studies at London school. I wanted I went to Chelsea College of Art, and and then um, actually I wanted to travel the world. So I I said okay, why not go somewhere else. <laughs> And I decided to go to Paris. And and then uh, I said, okay, uh, let's try to do something else. And uh, as a master's degree, um, I took fashion design and textile design. And I joined a um, university, which is an American school of uh, art. It's called Parsons School of Art. And yes, there is I, I studied
0: in... there as well, but I studied oh, okay. in New York. Yeah. I... Yeah. <laughs> Great, great. Actually, my
1: plans were to go to New York and finish that uh, degree. But um, um, I wasn't so lucky because it was the 2000. And uh, by the time I had to do the application forms, um, September 11th came. So uh, it wasn't a good idea to go to New York then. So I finished that in Paris. Right. And... um, and then I fell in love with fashion design and with everything that has to do with fashion and textiles. And actually it was kind of applying my art into the fabrics, you know. Right. And yes. uh, we did different techniques like batik and um, things by hand. So the, the, it wasn't so much the digital thing by that time because it was the 2000s, so... We didn't use computers. It was everything <laughs> was done by hand. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so going back a step, Celia, you
1: you grew up in? Did you grow up in Athens or where? Ah, yes, not- I, I grew up in Athens. It was based in Athens.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um. Uh, yeah, I wasn't uh, traveling a lot when I was young. I started traveling after I finished school, and uh, yeah um and exploring the world and uh... what, what
0: was your experience so you were obviously you know a bit more um tomboyish in the way that you presented yourself uh i, I am curious to know uh, the 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 cultural difference between your experience of fashion in the greek community living in greece and my experience okay. of the fashion of fashion in the greek community living in australia so mm-hmm. for me, uh, the presentation of fashion is very proud here you know it is you take a lot of pride in your appearance and um, it's very linked to celebration you know and and those milestone events and presenting yourself the right way for those things um, mm-hmm. is there that sense of that same sense of pride and performance and celebration in the way that you grew up in in the culture and the family environment that you grew up in?
1: Um, Yes actually we have some yeah we have a lot of things in common actually (laughs) and uh, for us it's very sacred uh, when you go to a wedding to attend a wedding or a ceremony or a christening and those things for us are very, very sacred and very important. And it's a way of, you know, um, celebrating and um, dressing up very, you know, nice and... Uh... With your hair done and the makeup. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yes. And actually, I wasn't very into those things. Yeah, <laughs> because... so what happened?
0: what happened to you? <laughs> Why, why do you think you were different in
1: that way? I don't know. I couldn't feel it. You know, I wanted to, to join, you know, and to celebrate with other people. Like that. But I didn't want to dress up or to go, you know, to become somebody that I wasn't inside. You know, yeah. I wasn't feeling myself when I was getting, you know, dressed. And my mother said, okay, you have to dress up. You have to fix your hair. You have to put some makeup on. Wear this dress. And I wasn't feeling very comfy. I wanted to, to wear my jeans and... Um, yeah. Actually, uh, yeah. So for us, it's very, very important. Yeah, as a, as a, the Greek culture. Um, and
0: in terms of gr- you growing up, you, in terms of your exposure to fashion, what, how would you describe that? Uh, in terms of like what it's like to go shopping. What are the types of shops that are available? Do you get exposed to international designer labels?
1: Um, You mean now or before in Greece? When when
0: you were growing up, your experience of it, because I'm trying to understand how you kind of got exposed to more of the international fashion scene and Mm -hmm. and kind of pursued a desire to to do that
1: in your own career. That came up when I left Greece. Right. Because Greece, by that time, it wasn't – I wouldn't say that Greece is a fashion – place like it wasn't now it is but before um we had you know some multi-brand stores but very limited you have to search for them um fashion was not our thing you know and um the way do you think sorry sorry the way women dress dress up that used to dress up um it was in a very typical way, you know, the typical dress. I mean, there wasn't any uh, improvisation, you know. It was like, yeah. you know, I, I thought that every woman looked the same. Yes. Somehow. So there was, that sense of
0: individualism and point of difference wasn't mm-hmm. necessarily there in what you could see growing up. Yeah. So so when you, when you moved to London and then Paris, did, did the fashion blow your mind? Like, what was that
1: experience like for you? Yeah, it was a totally different world. I mean, in Greece, we used to dress up and customize our dresses. I mean, that was a trend before. And every woman um, went to a seamstress and they mm-hmm. saw the, the, the dress on them. So we used, right. for special occasions, we used to, to make our dresses and uh, we we couldn't find nice dresses anywhere like in nice shops everyone everything was the same so if you wanted to wear something different you had to to do it you know customized like a custom made dress. Yeah. so when i went to london and i saw these like huge shops and boutiques and multi-brands so i was like excited it was by, it was in an <laughs> ecstasy or something <laughs> and there were so much so many different styles and people that you know I saw different nationalities you know passing by and uh, all these different looks and that was like something very new to me and I I fell in love with it so and then I felt like now here I can dress up the way I want (laughs) (laughs) well you you probably define
0: it for other ladies now you know um but your 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 work has obviously a a free-spirited bohemian edge to to your designs is that something that you got exposed to when you were traveling or is that just something that you've always been curious about in the way that you were studying art
1: yeah actually um I get inspired by life. I get inspired by every day, by every moment. I mean, the inspiration is inside me, but sometimes it comes out, sometimes it stays in. Um, Obviously, my travels and everything, all the the places I went are a huge inspiration and people I met and different tribes, I don't know. Actually, (laughs) I kind of uh, feel like I'm an old soul, you know, and I... I really get inspired, I get inspired by different tribes and like the Native the Native Americans, that's a new thing to me. Like the, the last three years where yeah. I decided to create um, all these kimonos and I decided to apply my art of drawing into yeah. the kimonos. And so yeah. um, I started drawing on a piece of paper, like, stories with native american symbols like indian symbols Mm -hmm. and um Mm -hmm. and then i decided okay i want to create stories into the clothes (laughs) and then women that wear the clothes are gonna feel like uh, they have you know they wear a story on them so um because each symbol i use like i wear one of my kimonos right now and i have this Mm. star and the moon and behind there is a duck, which is also an Indian symbol, and uh, all these Indian symbols are—they represent um, a unique aspect of life, actually. So, um, I mean, and I—I I, I read about the Native American cultures and the Navajo, and all these that really excite mm-hmm. me, and because they. Um, they actually, nature for them is very sacred. And uh, right now, because of the climate change and everything, I feel like I have to respect nature. So yeah, that that twist came to me like two years ago. Maybe it was also because of the COVID and everything that we had so much time to to think and to you know, um, to consider and, and to consider. You know, yeah. Yes. And. And I really wanted to. I started becoming a sustainable brand like four years ago, and then I said, "Okay, I'm a sustainable brand, but not as sustainable as I wanted to be." Yeah. So um, even though I, I'm, I'm gonna go a little bit back now. Uh, yeah. Even okay. though I start, <laughs> I started my Preta porte line like six years ago, mm-hmm. and I started um, working with the. Uh, shops all over the world and uh, I have a showroom in Milan that represents my brand and all the buyers from all over, all over the world come and you know to do the sampling and they actually really like my work and I started selling in different you know spots in all over the world and that was very satisfying very, you know it was very nice you know to yeah. see my, yeah. my clothes everywhere and uh, that's how it started, actually. Um, so, and then Netaporte came, and I sold in Netaporte in three different um, places. I mean, there's Netaporte UK, Netaporte US, and Asia. Yeah, and that was huge for me. So, um, but I but was... it's also huge for for a
0: Greek designer too, because you know, one of the things I was going to ask you about is that, you know, when I, okay, sitting from Australia, I've lived in London and New York as well. Mm-hmm. Other than like Mary, I, I, I can't even pronounce her, so I apologise. Uh, <laughs> but Mary Katransu and... Ah, uh, oh, yes, Havatos. Mary Katransu. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, you know, on the, the broader international scheme, there's not a lot of Greek names there. Um mm-hmm. So it is quite impressive for you to have cut through um, into those markets. What what do you think that you've done differently to other Greek designers to get that profile?
1: Mm, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, I don't know. Maybe uh, it's because... It, it's It comes from inside me. I don't know, it's not that I wanted to become, like, commercial or something. I didn't, you know, mm-hmm. that was one of, that was not my plans. My plans are, like, are always, like, to inspire women and to to make them feel uh, them, themselves and to make them feel nice and dynamic and independent and free and... Uh, that it's something that comes from inside me. So it's like my passion. So maybe that's what, I mean, that's what makes everyone authentic and individual, you know, and maybe I was at, this, at the right time, uh, um, the right place at the right time. Right time. I don't yeah. know, yeah. you know, all these circumstances that happen in your life and uh, yeah. just comes like that.
0: Yeah. Um, you, you talked about the history, you know, like in terms of exploring um, the indigenous culture of America and looking at like things like Navajo. Uh, have you ever integrated a, a sense of Greek history into your symbolism or your work? Um, and what did that look like for you if you have?
1: I, I actually started that way because I started before doing the pre Portem collections, I started by Creating wedding gowns. Yes, I mean my best friend from school uh, asked me when I was twenty-two uh, to make the wedding dress for her for her wedding. Mm-hmm. She was the first to getting married; like she was really young. Um, and the way I made the wedding gowns, it was uh, my inspiration came from Greek, from ancient Greeks, and from all these, you know draped uh, dresses and all this, you know, the way the ancient Greeks used to, to, to dress. And yeah. that's how it started. So it started from a Greek inspiration and then it went to, to other <laughs> cultures. <laughs> <laughs> but and, and
0: so you still have a lot of those relaxed, you know, drapey in mm-hmm. kimono, those easy to wear silhouettes. Um, is that a function? of also um, history, but also, you know, just the relevance for what you need to wear in a climate like Greece. Have you purposefully designed into the the living of a Greek woman in Greece? Or uh, do you think of uh, when you design, is your woman more international?
1: Yeah, I think it's more international and it's because I mix cultures. I feel like I, right. we are all one, somehow. <laughs> For me, we're all one. <laughs> yes. So I like to mix cultures. Yeah. So the woman that get dressed like, like that in Greece can get dressed like that in other countries and in other um, climates. And, you know, and, yeah. and there's
0: a sense of, so you have this, you know, those bohemian free-spirited um thread through your work but there is also a lot of glamour you know and a lot of um a lot more of what we started off talking about in the interview uh in terms of what we expect of uh greek greek women and Mm -hmm. and the kind of performative uh celebratory elements is that is that part of your heritage coming through do you think or like part of that culture coming through or they're just That's just what you're attracted to. Um,
1: Actually, it's part of me. It's part of my personal life. Because um, for me, it's very important to feel good and to have a a nice life, to have a passion for life. And So celebrations for me are very important. Parties are very important. (laughs) To to, to go out to dance is very important. Uh, I use dance as a meditation form. You know, I like, I love dancing, so it's nice to feel nice, you know, to get dressed, even, you know, to get a little bit more uh, in a festive way, like more sparkly. So I create also nice party dresses with sequins and um, so there is a diversity in what I do. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Well, I think what's unique about your designs and what I've been attracted to
1: is that you bring those
0: two things together, you know, you bring mm-hmm. the bohemian together
1: with the glamour. So women yeah, feel it's, good. Just, it's not just one thing. It's not just bohemian. Yeah.
0: No, no. It, it, it feels elevated and mm-hmm. sophisticated at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, You were talking before about the sense of sustainability and, um, you know, you being conscious of that in your brand. Uh, It's obviously something that is being spoken about on all the fashion platforms around the Mm. world um, and everybody's sense of responsibility to that. Is that Is that a conversation that is had for you at home, like in Greece, in Athens now, it, uh, do you find that you're leading that conversation, or is that a conversation that is present, you know, in in any any fashion conversation that you're having?
1: Yeah, actually, we we are a little bit back in right. Greece uh, in terms of sustainability right now, mm-hmm. and that's not that's a bit sad. But uh, it starts, you know, moving, and. Um, yeah, we start having seminars. I mean, I, I've just been invited yesterday in a seminar for sustainability and for right. fashion uh, and sustainability in Greece. So that was a, a good step, actually. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, but my my concerns are like that we have to move a little bit faster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> because
0: we I mean, all have some, to move a little bit faster. Don't yeah. We? Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah so that's why i decided to um, to become a slow fashion brand and because uh um th- that came up to me when last year i opened my closet and i said i i saw that i have so many clothes that i don't wear i said that that and i feel stressed i mean i feel like i don't need so many things you know so i gave a lot of things to people, you know, that needed, uh, that, you know, needed those things. <laughs> and, um, and I decided, okay, it's better to have like one good thing than to, to buy, you know, all these massive, uh, cheap clothes that, you know, everyone does. Like I do also, yeah.
0: <laughs> I yeah. used to do,
1: and, um, and then that's why I, I decided to, to create small collections, smaller collections, and to be more, like, exclusive, I don't know how to say that, like, you know, to be more, like, I mean, I have my own online shop right now, and yeah. um, I sell, you know, worldwide, and it's like I have my own shop, and that's very nice because I also added two new categories in my online shop. One is upcycled. Mm -hmm. where I use fabrics from my stock and uh, I also combine them with some maybe vintage. uh, I apply the fabric into into, um, vintage jackets or jeans or things that I buy from my travels or, you know, I order things. Like, I love vintage clothing. Yeah. And... um, (laughs) That's a, that's a new thing also for me and it, it helps the sustainability also. So yes. I decided, okay, why not um, create a new thing from an old thing and, you know, yeah. create a new story. And uh, actually, I have so many things, so many fabrics, so many tassels, so many trims in my showroom. And I said, okay, I want to take advantage of everything. I don't want to throw anything. Yeah. So what I do right now is doing like smaller collections, new collections. I use fabrics like cotton, silk, or um, recycled polyester. Yep. Um, I do swimwear. Those are the new things I do. And then I have the categories like vintage, where I sell vintage things, vintage clothing for my personal collection. (laughs) And then the the upcycled one where i create new things from mm-hmm. older you know and collections how do you find
0: the new generation or or younger generation of um consumers uh, reacting to that like do you, you know if you if you've if you've grown up in a culture where you know everybody wore the same thing and mm-hmm. um you know there was a lot of i guess high street type of purchasing Uh, Do you find that that's changing where you are now and that that there are younger consumers that are like uh, really interested in your upcycled pieces and your
1: vintage pieces? You know what's really, really uh, interesting? Uh, My son is 14 years old, not right now, and his friends, the the girls, the girlfriends, actually... I spoke to them once, and I t- I asked them what what kind of clothing do you like? What do you want to buy? And okay, they want to buy you know like trend like trendy clothes, you know like um, some brands that are very you know hot right now. But a lot of them actually told me that they love vintage. Yeah, and that was very interesting because I said, okay, "Do you know what's vintage?" <laughs> <laughs> And they said, no, yeah, it's really cool clothing that our grandmothers wore. And yeah. and we can find, like, cool T-shirts, uh, uh, you know, like, with rock bands and stuff that uh, yeah. are second-hand. And uh, they're cool. And we want to buy those things. And it was really interesting because they're, like, only 14 years old. Yeah. And so, Yeah. When I was 14, I didn't know what this was. Uh, so where, where so... did you
0: discover vintage clothing? Was it when you were in London and you were seeing antique London. stores?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In, yeah, I, I knew what vintage was. But uh, yes. London was like the, I don't know, it was like, I, I found treasures, you know. <laughs> could find mm-hmm. everything there. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and the and markets. So got-
0: the, like you know, portobello, market, portobello yeah.
1: market and or yeah. Camden town or you know a lot of nice even in milan they have very nice markets uh, uh, two times uh, twice a month i think very nice street markets you can find everything <laughs> yeah
0: yeah yeah and, and so you you um you've you've finishing summer now what what has been the mood in greece recently like what what obviously they've have been the fires and the economy has has had has suffered but what what is the general mood of the people at the moment
1: the mood of the people right now yeah we got yeah we went through rough times you know by mm. the end of uh, through uh, like whole september uh, no whole august where the fires you know came and um I think August and September were the worst. Yeah. months.
0: Yeah. But
1: now I see people, I see people that they want to go out, that they want to get dressed, that they want to, you know, take a step further and, you know, uh, get out of their comfort zone, let's say. Yeah. 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 And they, they, they want to do, like, thing, new things. They want to, you know, feel good and get dressed. I can see that. So it starts moving. Um, what do you think they're looking to wear now? Um, what do they want to wear? That's uh, that's also interesting because I just finished my new collection for winter, and you know I upgrade the the, the collection. I, I am actually I add styles like every two weeks on my online shop, and the thing is that. Um, I uploaded all the party dresses, the sequin ones that uh, I created, and uh, and they, they they bought them. And I said, "Oh, yeah. th- that's very I'm very happy because it means that they're gonna go out and they're gonna go, you know, somewhere nice <laughs> to wear yeah. this dress. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that felt good. You know, it felt good because they feel good. <laughs> yeah, and they want to celebrate.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, and." And what about you you've been Have you been able to be dancing and doing all those mm-hmm. things that you love and have you Have you been able to travel this year like in the last couple of months
1: yes actually yeah. um I started traveling actually I went to Paris for work uh, that was um twenty days ago yep. and uh, I was so happy, so happy going back to yep. Paris. <laughs> And um, I stayed there like just for four days. And then I went, my, my, my sister got married in Tuscany. Oh, so beautiful. I went also, yeah, I went in Tuscany in uh, Florence. Right. And it was uh, like a dreamy wedding. Very nice. So I got yeah. to dance also there. And that was very, very nice. Yeah. And did you did you make her wedding dress? hmm Yeah. yeah. <laughs> of course. And what did I think you she wear? she changed. She changed three to wedding dresses. Oh, uh, did she? <laughs> yeah, because she actually, you know, it's very funny. She came to the showroom and said, I cannot decide what to wear. Yeah. And yeah. then I, I, I asked her, how many wedding dresses do you want to wear? And she said, I would like to wear three. <laughs> okay. And then she said, okay, you, you're my sister and you're a fashion designer. So, of course, I'm going to take advantage of you. <laughs> yeah. So, and you, said, you okay, take advantage of me. Yeah, I designed three. <laughs> And what did I look like? The first one um, was um, a sequin dress actually, very, you know, it was like a bit, the shoulders were slightly padded here and it was with the long sleeves Mm -hmm. and everything was closed, but it was like a very nice pattern with sequins. And um, she wore a veil, you know, the one that comes. in in front of you Um, and it was really, really romantic. So the first one was more romantic and more glamorous as you can say and then the second one was in Tuscany and uh, in Tuscany it was more like uh, vintage like it was um, inspired by the Edwardian age and it was like, you know, the ones that had the collar here with uh, applied lace and uh, tulle here with long sleeves, and there was a veil. Also, again, we yeah. love veils. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the third one was uh, more like um, a country style uh, right. dress, uh, cotton with lace again, applied lace, and she wore it with boots. Yeah, you know, right, in the countryside. <laughs> yeah, yeah, beautiful. So those were the three dresses. <laughs>
0: yeah
1: Yeah.
0: and and um and do you think that you have uh that that your family has embraced your your free-spirited style in the way that they dress now
1: yes i think so i think i inspired them somehow and yeah yeah, they embrace it now they embrace it (laughs) yeah (laughs) So moving
0: forward, Celia, what, you, obviously you your plans for the business are to uh, be considerate and um, create more sustainable ways of moving forward with your mm-hmm. fashion label. But what, what else do you have on the horizon and what are the other things you're looking forward to? Uh,
1: in terms of fashion, uh, my fashion plans yes yes. (laughs) okay actually one of my plans is to visit australia because i really love australia i mean i feel like i'm gonna come there and i will feel like home somehow there's a a big great community here and and everyone will be here ready to embrace you i'm sure i know oh yeah i will be so delighted to, to meet you all yes uh
0: but but i think you would like the relaxed uh, laid back nature of Australia. I think mm-hmm. that, that would yes. probably yes suit you. Yes.
1: <laughs> probably yes. Actually, one of my plans is to. Um, last year I visited LA for the first time. I went to LA. Oh, right. Yeah, yes. it was my first time. I did. I wasn't. Yeah, I haven't been there. So I really liked it, and um, I I wore one of the kimonos and like like 10 10 women stopped me in the street and they they asked me like, where did I get this kimono? And I told them that I make them and they said that, oh, that's so LA. You know, the Americans talk and they're (laughs) so excited about everything. And uh, so I was thinking of going to LA in the springtime and maybe organize a pop-up event there and see how it goes because they also are very... Into sustainability, and it's very important for them. So it's a good market for me because uh, they also respect, they try to respect actually nature and you know the the climate change and everything. So I would really like to you know to expand also this brand in the the US market, especially maybe I don't know the West Coast or anywhere like you know and yeah, I would like to live also a little bit there.
0: Yeah, I can imagine. I I feel like your aesthetic would be very suitable for that environment too because, as you said, it it has that wonderful mix of glamour and, you know, it gets noticed. uh, Mm -hmm. But it it still has that that relaxed kind of tone to it that makes it relatable and easy to wear. So I -hmm. can imagine that it would be... You know, it would suit the LA environment, and it would suit the Australian environment very well as well.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. And Australia.
0: I'm yeah. In Australia. Yes. So you, you must must come and visit us.
1: Um, yeah, I will. I will.
0: <laughs> well, as I said, we welcome you with open arms, um, mm-hmm. and I, you know, I would love to to see you here. Um, I, I want to thank you for your time tonight, Celia and for for contact with me (laughs) and And you should visit
1: also us you should come it is my first time it is the first place i would like to
0: go uh the first place i would when i can get on a plane we're only just now able to to start to travel so uh you know Mm -hmm. i would love to come back uh to gastelorezo i don't know if you know Gastelorizor. i of course course i know gastelorezo and uh
1: (laughs) You should visit the islands. Actually, yes, uh, yes. I can make your list if you want.
0: Yes, I'll hit you. I'll hit you up, and you can give me some recommendations. I would love yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. That would be wonderful. Thank you so much, Celia. If you like style stories but are looking for a little more connection, please come and join Style Stories The Circle a Facebook group I've created to provide a community-minded space where you can discuss the latest episodes, get social, and share your style and your stories.